of the Money Minutes. Today on the program, we look at the government's latest response to try and stave off economic collapse with COVID-19. But will it work? Hi, great to have your company for another week. Um, The government quite clearly right now um, is starting to recognise the potential downfall of the Australian economy, not only with the further lockdowns in Victoria, but then also just what happens when you peel off the band-aid of government support and assistance that's been given so far. Now, the Prime Minister and the Treasurer have been out today talking about this because one issue that they've come up with is a new package for small business in particular, whereby there's going to be uh, loans that are guaranteed up to, well, the best part of a million dollars a piece. So this is the maximum size loan, up from $250,000 per borrower to $1 million. Also, an increased loan term from three years to five years, It'll allow lenders discretion to offer repayment holidays. Now, the scheme, the Treasurer is saying, has already seen more than 15,600 businesses accept loans of $1.5 billion. Let's just pick up a little bit of the Treasurer today, talking on the Today Show. Today's announcement is great news for the 3.5 million small businesses. We're giving them access to more money Mm. at lower rates and for longer periods uh, by extending uh, the loan tenure from three to five years, uh, by extending and expanding it from loans up to $250,000 to now loans up to a million dollars. So that's the Treasurer talking about this. The only thing that strikes me is, are you pouring more petrol onto the fire that's already there? Because clearly the only businesses right now that are allowed to take on more debt or should be allowed to take on more debt have got to be viable businesses. Businesses that will see to the very end of whatever it is that coronavirus is going to cause in terms of hurt to Australia's economy. Otherwise, you're simply causing more pain to businesses that probably should not take on debt right now. Remember that directors are right now able to allow their businesses to continue to trade if insolvent. So this is throwing the onus also back onto banks and others who are providing credit to make certain that they're looking through into these companies to be able to accurately analyse whether they are a viable ongoing business. But the truth is also that there's a whole bunch of businesses that won't survive. And so right now, a whole lot of companies that have got JobKeeper and others should not actually get through to the other side. So let's say, for example, you've actually seen today Deloitte come out. And Deloitte has effectively come out and said it believes that hundreds of thousands of businesses could go broke in this coming period of time. It's really out there and saying that it is perhaps 240,000 businesses in hospitality, professional services and transport industries, in particular at high risk of failure in September. Get this. 10% of Australian businesses. Now think about the impact that has on people's employment, on therefore their ability to pay a mortgage, and on the amount of tax that will go back to the government. So has the government really got any choice right now but to continue on with the JobKeeper and indeed to continue on with the welfare of many small businesses? But is that simply staving off the inevitable? The Prime Minister spoke today, He recognises that there is serious trouble ahead. He's just a little of what he had to say. 
the way the economy is rebuilding and moving through the COVID recession is where their own turnover is lifting, where their own business is growing, then their business is in a stronger position to support people in jobs. And that's the way it should be. Where businesses have been unable to do that, then that's where we've stepped in in JobKeeper. And there are businesses that are down 90% still. There are businesses that are down even more than that. So that was the Prime Minister talking about this and recognising that something's got to change. Now, later this week on Thursday, you'll see the government bring out its budget update. That's likely to see a deterioration of the uh, current economic situation for Australia. Significant deterioration. Now, right now, this economic downturn, according to the stock market, is not as bad as that in 1987 that triggered Australia's last recession before this one. Uh, the Treasurer already admitting that the country is in recession. But you see, I've got a real problem. At some point, if this goes on long enough, you've got to accept the fact, as Deloitte is kind of giving you a big indication, that there are a lot of businesses that are going to go broke. Now, that's really sad because of the impact on business owners, on the impact on the employees, on the impact on those who have lent money to those businesses. It has an impact right across the board. But there is a point at which you've got to recognise that the government cannot be expected to bail every business out. Go back, we had a long conversation about this with the you know, car industry in Australia. Should have the government gone and bailed out multinational companies? Think about Virgin Australia. Should have the government bailed out a company that was majority owned by government-owned international airlines? The answer, of course, is no. So should the government right now be bailing out potentially hundreds of thousands of companies in Australia? Because remember that what happens is when companies fall over, others will take their place. Others that are better capitalised, better organised. And yes, it's, it is excruciatingly sad for those people who go out of business. But the way capitalism works is if you've got the cash, if you've got the wherewithal to have your business survive, you are stronger as a result of being able to pick up the crumbs that fall from collapsed businesses. It's harsh. It's the law of the jungle, I recognise that. But it's a way in which it works. But in the meantime, the government, of course, is trying to step in. As I said on Friday, the government should right now be rolling out a massive infrastructure project. That's the way in which you create, A, lasting assets for Australia, and B, you create actual jobs that mean something, as distinct from maybe trying to prop up a whole bunch of companies that otherwise wouldn't survive. So I think this is the harsh reality. Because somebody somewhere will buy those assets at cheaper prices and will be able to pick up business in the future. Anyway, let's go back to the Prime Minister again, alluding today that they are going to somehow allow the JobKeeper uh, payments to continue beyond the end of September. But he's making a very big hint that it's going to have to be wound back to some extent. Uh, And there's still two months to go on the current set of arrangements. I mean, what the Treasurer and I will announce this week uh, won't commence the day after we announce it. It'll be several months from now. So there'll be several months uh, for businesses to adjust to the next phase. But the supports that have been in place uh, since April will be in place until September and then we'll move into a, a new phase. But I can assure you that businesses like the one we're standing in here today and the employees that depend on that business will be continuing to get support. So that's the Prime Minister 
So today also just another one I spotted was uh, Business New South Wales. Uh, so in this particular case, Stephen Cartwright's the chief executive. They've done a survey. Uh, and effectively, 43% uh, say their revenue is down, or rather business impacts 43%. Revenues are down. Half of them say it's because of government restrictions. A third say because of a lack of customer demand. But did you spot today Sydney Airport? Now, Sydney Airport says that both domestically and locally, its um, flights are down 97% in June from what they were this time last year. 97%. Now, the fact is that they're saying, really, if you look at domestic, um, it was down, what, 93.3% on June last year. Uh, International down 97.6%. So it's just incredible to think about this. They still, during the month of June, processed, what was it, 32,000 international passengers, they said, uh, and also 140,000 local passengers. But, you know, think about all the businesses that run off the back of an airport. I think that's a pretty important one. Um, The other one is also that uh, a lot of people clearly in business, according to uh, the thing that Stephen Cartwright and Business New South Wales have done, has said that Victoria has spooked a whole bunch of businesses. Uh, but that said, eight and 10 businesses still expect that they're going to be back to normal by October 2020. I've, I've raised my eyebrows at that. Really? Well, I guess, you know, they're the ones who are looking at their actual bottom line, their balance sheets. But suggestions are the least likely to be back to normal by October would be tourism, construction, transport, hospitality and education. Just looking at those, to be honest. They're really all of your big employers, aren't they? Apart from the healthcare sector. So, look, as I say, lots of conflicting evidence sitting out there at the moment. But the one thing I do know is that really there's a lot of companies right now on life support and many won't get through, sadly, to the other side. That in turn has a significant impact on their employees and their ability to ultimately repay loans. If they can't repay loans, where does that land? You know, straight back at the banks. So other reports today suggesting maybe the Commonwealth Bank even might not pay dividends in this half of the year. And at some point, preservation for those banks has got to kick in. If they really do believe that, number one, people are going to lose their jobs in a wholesale basis, which we know they are, and number two, if businesses start to fall over. The banks themselves, those strong, have really got to make certain that they shore up their own reserves. Anyway, still not a pretty picture. We'll try and keep the bright side of life out there for you into the future as well. There are the Money Minutes. I'm Ross Greenwood. Thanks for your company.